0: Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you glory, we give you honor, we exalt your holy name, we glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for this day, we thank you for the opportunity that you have afforded me to share your word with your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I pray that, O Lord, Lord. You will help us, O God, to understand your word. Father, I pray that you will touch our hearts. I pray that our hearts will become the good soil, so that we may all observe your word and observe it well in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. May your word, my Father, my God, abide in us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, let me just take this time to greet all of you on this sunny, sunny, very sunny day in South Africa. I hope that you are well. I am Pastor Amos, of course. This is your favorite um, uh, platform that is called um, Apostle Amos Online a Ministry, which, of course, you can find it by the same name. On YouTube and on Facebook, there is a page that is called Apostle Amos Online Ministry and on Facebook. And on YouTube, you can find it in the name of Jesus. Let me just take this time to appreciate you wherever you are in the world during this holiday time. I hope that the Lord has been good to you. But I know He is always good. I hope that you feel protected, you feel loved. I hope that you feel the compassion of our Lord Jesus over your life in the name of Jesus. Well, um, today I am back in a a very long time. You know, um, I usually, lately I've been doing only 15 minutes of the word of God. But I am back now to do more in the name of Jesus. Because the topic that we have is very important. Because it is called the significance of the birth of jesus christ we know that on the 25th of each and every year or annually we have um a, 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 a day that we remember the birth of our lord and we are not even going to go into um this world politics or to politics of whether jesus was born on this day or not it, it, it is not relevant it is not important to us as believers what is important to us is the fact that um we 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 have a day that we we commemorate we have a day that we 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 we, that we remember the birth of our lord jesus christ so it is a significant day to believers and it is a good day praise god of course we we remember we appreciate and we celebrate the birth of our lord jesus that comes with a very significance so it is very significant or there are implications that came because of this so because of the birth of our lord jesus christ so i would like to ask you a question today what is the significance to you what does it mean you know the 25th of 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 of, of of december what does it mean to you what does the birth of jesus christ mean to you hallelujah what does it mean to you so um in trying to explain you know this divine happening in our history as human beings you know let's take it all the way to the old testament um because jesus came for a purpose if you like you can say um he came to do damage control oh yes if you like you can say that and after adam and eve messed up so in i'll I'll read for you genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 31 so that we for context you know we have to go deep in the word um um you know that is one thing that is good about the word of god Um, from verse 26, the Bible reads, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let us have dominion. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every tripping thing that thrips on the earth. So, verse 27 so god created man in his own image in the image of god he created male and female and multiply he created what the bible says created him male and female he created them verse 28 says then god blessed them and god said to them be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and subdue it have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over every living thing over every living thing that moves on the earth verse 29 says and God said see i have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed To you it shall be for good. Verse 30, also, to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that thrips on the earth, in which there is life. I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. So, verse 31 says, Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed, um, glory to jesus let me read that again verse 31 then god saw everything that he had made and indeed it was very good so the evening and the morning were the sixth day i quoted these verses right to show you that when we were created we were wonderfully made as the book of psalms says we were wonderfully made you know we were given dominion over everything we were to be the kings and queens of of this cosmos of this planet that is called earth so we were given dominion over the animals and over every thripping thing, as the Bible says. So we were created, but most importantly, we were created in the image of the, and the likeness of God. Meaning our character was like that of God. We were holy and blameless without any stain until chapter 3 of Genesis happened so i want us i want to go to chapter 3 of genesis you know that is where we learn about the fall of man chapter 3 genesis i will read from verse 1 to 5. now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said to the woman has god indeed said you shall not you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. So in verse 2, And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse 3, But of the, of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So, the woman and the man were both given instructions of what to do and of what not to do so in any case they had no reason whatsoever to 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 eat from or to disobey god because when 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 they were created you know there was no lack there was no lack they were created with everything god provided for them so when you read verse 29 of Genesis, you learn this and the and, and the bible says and god said see i have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth and every tree whose food yields it to you it shall be food so everything was given to us and things that we did not even work for we were not meant to toil to make a living or to eat because God was to provide everything that we were needed. All that we had to do was to look after the garden until the devil came and until the devil was thrifty enough to, cons- to convince Eve to eat from the tree or to disobey God, so such disobedience God regarded it as as a rebelliousness, and God detest rebellious people. Praise mighty Jesus. now the Bible says in verse four, then the serpent said to Roman you will not surely die, verse five, for God knows that in the day you eat of it. Your eyes will be open and you will like you will be like God knowing good and evil, knowing good and evil. We were born, we were created. Adam and Eve were created innocent without staying. and God wanted them to stay that way. Praise God. There was no reason for them to know between good and evil until the devil came and brought it unto their attention. So, after this condemnation came upon mankind, death, sickness, toil, poverty, and all because of disobedience. I want you to remember that after Adam and Eve disobeyed God, God cursed them because of their disobedience. God cursed them because of their disobedience. What was meant to be easy for us, now it became hard. God was not going to make us to toil for for, 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 for our living. He was going to provide food. He was going to to plow the seed. Food was going to just grow and we were just going to eat. Praise God. As long as we remain obedient to Him. But rebelliousness brought about the hard life that we experience this day. Praise God. Because everything that we have... We have to toil for it. We have to sweat for it because of of sin. Hallelujah. Now, so God out of his, you know, because I wanted to explain what sin brought because man was not supposed to be sick. Man was not supposed to die because what sin did, it brought sickness. It brought death, both spiritually and physically now we had to toil it brought poverty all because of disobedience so god out of his benevolence had to devise a plan to restore mankind back to him and that plan was jesus and that plan was jesus and that plan listen to to what god says in the book of Genesis when he is cursing the snake he says because you have done this you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life in verse 15 the bible says and i will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel now when god says that i will put an enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed he was referring to jesus to jesus to jesus christ the one who was to come as the messiah as the savior who brought unto this world salvation. Praise God. That is why, because God had to have a plan of how he was going to restore us back. Because we were created, praise God, as the Bible says, we were created to be like him, to be his, his image, to bear his image and likeness. But most importantly, we were created to, to express to, or to reveal Him or to be like Him on this, uh, on this earth. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, the, the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, verse 15 to 20, it reads like this. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and all his statutes, which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Verse 16, cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country. Verse 17, cursed shall be your basket and your knitting bowl. Verse 18, cursed shall be the the fruit of your body and the produce of your land the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks verse 19 curse shall you be when you come in and cursed shall you be when you go out verse 20 the lord will send on you cursing confusion and rebuke in all that you set your hand to do until you are destroyed and you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doings in which you have forsaken me this was um this was god talking to the nation of 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 israel the rebellious nation of israel the rebellious people of israel because that is what sin does you know sin brings curses sin brings confusion sin brings toil. sin brings sickness sin brings poverty sin brings all these diseases and all these things because where there is darkness the glory of god will not be found where there is darkness god cannot be found praise god God cannot be found. This is what sin had done to humanity since the days of Adam and Eve because when they disobeyed God, they fell from grace. So their sin or their disobedience brought about sickness, brought about death, brought about poverty, brought about toiling. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. But God, from the beginning, had to devise a plan, and that plan was Jesus Christ, the one who was going to come and reconcile us back to God. Now, I have asked you a question. What does the birth of Jesus Christ remind you of, or what does it mean to you? Because to me... It makes me to think back it makes me to think of all these things it makes me to remember a time when I was a sinner when I was I was on on, on the brink of death because if I were to die in that state of sin then I would have forfeited my inheritance which is in heaven because that is what happens that is what happens that is what happens. But because of the mercy and the grace of God and his benevolence, I am here today called because he has called me as, 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 as his ambassador on earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I want us to, 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 to go deep on this one. Hallelujah. So that we don't run out of time. So that we don't run out of time. Now, I want to show you again that God intended that his children, which he created in his own image and likeness, will one day be reconciled back for him. And he spoke by his prophets. In the book of Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, the Bible says, 13 to 14, the Bible says, Then he said, Hear now, O house of David, is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you marry, will you weary my God also? Verse 14. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Verse 15. Curds and honey he shall eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Verse 16, For for before the child shall know to refuse the evil and choose the good, the land you dread will be forsaken by both her kings. Now, this is Isaiah. Isaiah, in the spirit realm, he sees, God speaks to him and he shows him, the coming Messiah, the coming, sin, the, ca- the coming Son of God. He calls him a sign and he says, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call him Emmanuel." The name Emmanuel means God is with us. This is the Messiah that was spoken of. This is the same Messiah that the Jews in the time of Jesus could not perceive, could not discern, rejected. They rejected him, disowned him as the son of God. Instead of embracing him, they, they, they plotted to kill him. So they handed him over to be killed. Now, it came to pass that was prophesied by the prophets of old. That a messiah who will be a savior will be born because when you read now in the book of luke when you when the bible talks about christ's birth announced to mary in verse 26 the bible says now in the sixth month The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Verse 27, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28, and having come in, the angel said to her, rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Verse 29, but when she saw him, she was troubled at at his saying and considered what manner of treating this was. Verse 30, then the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Verse 31, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus verse thirty two he will be a great, he will be great and will be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father david verse thirty three and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end verse thirty four then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man' Verse 35 says, And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore also that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. So it came to pass indeed that a, a virgin will... will, 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 will will become pregnant but this pregnancy was not going to be a pregnancy that is between a man and a woman but this pregnancy because this was a divine pregnancy it was going to be a pregnancy that was going to be between a woman and god in other words god impregnated the woman Praise God, not the man. That is why Joseph had a problem when, his, when he noticed that Mary was pregnant because they were not married but they, because they were not married but they were engaged to be married. And according to, to to the law of Moses, if a husband to be or a husband finds out that his woman is married or is pregnant by another man. Then, according to the law, such woman must be stoned to death. Praise God. Must be stoned to death. But, 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 the, but the Bible says that, that Joseph was a good man, and he was a man who feared God. He did not embarrass him until the angel of the Lord came to Joseph to tell him that, No, do not worry. What Mary carries is a divine child. He carries Jesus. He carries the hope of the world. He carries the Savior. She is carrying the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. So the angel says, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also, that the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. But still, the main question we are asking what was the civic significance or rather implications of 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 his birth hallelujah now i want us to go to the book of genesis um making a mistake i'm making a mistake i'm reading from a very very wrong place okay thank you jesus thank you jesus what does the birth of Jesus Christ mean to you? I'm asking this question, you know, um, seeing that we are in that season where we are celebrating the the birth of our Lord Jesus. So obviously, uh, uh, it strikes a chord in me. It reminds me of 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 of, of wonderful things that our our Lord have done for me have done for you in the name of jesus it reminds me of wonderful things of what the lord has done for me so what does it mean for you what does the birth of jesus mean to you Mm, my goodness my goodness glory to jesus Glory to Jesus. Are you are you excited? Are you are you really excited too? Are you really excited? Now, one of the bad things that took place due to the sin of Adam or due to sin of Adam and Eve was the banishment of humanity in the Garden of Eden. We, we were kicked out of the Garden of Eden the garden of aden is our original dwelling this is where god meant for us to be to stay forever and ever it was our divine location where the lord wanted us to be so when you read the book of genesis chapter 3 verse 23 to 24 the bible says then the lord god said behold The man has become like one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Verse 23. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the garden of Eden to the ground from which he was taken. Verse 24. So he drove out the man. And he placed a cherubim at the east of the garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. So this is when, now, the man was kicked out from where he was supposed to be for eternity. Why? All because of sin. Now, the birth of Christ was to make sure that we are restored back to our original dwelling place, which is the Garden of Eden. Hmm? When you read the book of Revelations in chapter 22, verse 1 to 4, you know, the Bible says, And he showed me a pure river of water of life. Clear as three stars. Proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb, verse 2, in the middle of each street and on, uh, on either side of the river was the tree of life. Remember the tree of life that you read about in the book of Genesis. Because God said, you know, now that the man has disobeyed me and ate from the tree, the fruit, good and of knowing good and evil it's possible that he, he he will disobey me again and then now eat from the tree of life the tree of life as we read in the bible in genesis it is found in the garden of eden so revelation is talking about the garden of eden our original dwelling place where we were kicked out and the cherubim was put outside to guard the place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does it make sense? Hallelujah. Glory to Master Jesus. We're talking about now the garden of Eden, the tree of life. So, which bore twelve fruits, each three yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Three, verse three, and there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Verse four, they shall see his face, his name shall be on their foreheads. Verse five, there shall be no night there. They need. They need no lamp, no light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light and they shall reign forever and ever. This is the garden of Eden because we were meant to fellowship. With our God, we were meant to see the face of our God, we were meant to rule with our God forever and ever. Now, those who will die in Christ Jesus, those who will accept the gospel, those who will believe in the word of God, those who will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior on this world, in this world, on this earth today. This is what they will be experiencing, the restoration back to their original dwelling place. Again, the birth of Jesus meant a great deal to us, no sinners, because the Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5 to 7, Christ's death fulfills God's will. So in verse 5, the Bible says, Therefore, when he came into this world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Verse 6. In banned offerings and sacrifices for sin, you had no pleasure. In verse 7. Then I said, Behold, I have come in the volume of the book as it is written of me to do your will. O God. What does this mean? for us to be restored back to the garden of eden for us to be reconciled back to god for us to be forgiven like through forgiveness real forgiveness a blood was needed but this was going to be a a, a, a blood different to any other blood that people had, had had spilled before. Remember they used the, when you read the Bible in the old testament you you, you know what people used to do as, as as the law that they used to offer burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin because the Bible says that there is no forgiveness without blood. Blood must be spilled for for sin to be forgiven. But the blood of animals was weak. It could not do the job. So Jesus says that sacrifice and offering you did not desire. But a body you have prepared for me. So for me, when I sit and think. And when a day like the 25th of December comes. And I remember the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I am thinking his birth meant that we were not only going to be restored back to our original dwelling place but his blood was going to be the bent offering that we needed his blood the bible says that that his sacrifice as a holy lamb was once and for all there was there was there will be no more necessary for 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 any blood no no blood of animal or goats or cows was necessary after jesus died because the bible says that his body or his sacrifice was once and for all and his blood his blood was divine enough to cleanse my sin my sins our sins as the world So it only took the blood of Jesus for true forgiveness to occur. For us to be truly restored back to God. For us to be truly reconciled back to God. Because the Bible says that before Jesus died, we were enemies of God. Mm, mm, mm. This means all the activities done in the Old Testament, they were not the reality about the shadow so jesus was the reality so in hebrews 10 verse 1 to 4 the bible says for the law having a shadow of good things to come for the law having a shadow of the good things to come and not the very image of the things can never with these same sacrifices which they offer continually year by year make those who approach perfect. Verse 2, for then would they not have ceased to be offered. For the worshippers once purified would have had no more consciousness of sins. Verse 3, but in those sacrifices there is a reminder of sins every year. Verse 4, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sin. Only the blood of Jesus was capable. What was needed for the true atonement of the blood was the blood of the Holy Lamb. The true atonement was the blood of it was the only blood able to cleanse us from the defilement of sin now another thing that 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 the birth of jesus is reminds me the birth of jesus reminds me why the birth of jesus is so significant it's sickness because sickness came through sin because we were created to be perfect beings who do not get sick who do not get sick but sin brought about sickness so the birth of jesus brought hope that said sickness can be cured and overcome by the name of jesus so when you read the book of isaiah 53 verse 5 the bible says but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities. the chastisement for our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed. Not we are going to be healed. By his tribes. we are healed. So now when we pray for the sick, we just claim or receive what has already taken place. Because our healing has already taken place on the cross. Praise God. So by virtue of this, we are healed. So, before Jesus came, we were enemies of God. That is what the Bible says. But his birth made sure that a reconciliation will take place. I'm sure those who saw him and understood that this was the Messiah, they have already read the Old Testaments, the prophets and the patriarchs, Moses and all of them therefore they understood that what the birth of jesus meant praise god they understood because we were enemies because of sin now the book of colossians chapter 1 verse 21 to 22 says and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works so that now he has reconciled verse 22 in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Now the Bible says we are now hers. We are not only reconciled, now there is peace between us and God because of Jesus. So this is another thing that is so significant about the birth of our Lord Jesus, because it meant that we will be reconciled. We will no longer be enemies. But the Bible in the book of Romans chapter 16 to 17 says, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So verse 7 says, And if children, then hers, hers of God, and joined hers with Christ. If indeed we suffer it with him, that we may also be glorified together. We were we were we were servants of the devil before we came to know Jesus Christ. We were nobodies. We were enemies. We, in fact, we were heading for condemnation until the grace of Jesus found us in our sins. Now we we gained, um, we 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 gained or obtained forgiveness through that. So by virtue of that forgiveness that we have gained and that salvation the bible says now now we are hers because we are sons in this kingdom of god we have become hers not only us but together with christ meaning that we, we all that is there to be inherited in the kingdom of god we are going to be inherited we are going to inherit it together with christ jesus so, it's verse 5, above all the above all, all this, you know, the birth of Christ meant that what sin took away from us will be restored. So, everlasting life, just as the, uh, as the Lord had intended from us from the beginning. Because what happened when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden is that, see they that their sin brought about death. Death that was spiritual, death that was physical. Now, the Bible says in the first first book of John, chapter 5, verse 11 to 12, it says that, and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his hand. So his birth meant that eternal life was going to be restored to us. That we will no longer be mortal beings, but we will obtain immortality Because we are justified and justified by faith because we have believed and accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior the Bible says that we have obtained immortality so verse 12 says he who has the son has life he who does not have the son of god has no life this is the assurance we have in all because the king is born we have this assurance because the king is born we know so when you read the book of john chapter 10 verse 28 to 30 the bible says and i give them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand that is the promise that is assurance we have been given we know that we because we have accepted jesus as our lord and savior that we have eternal life and that we shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch. Us out of the hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you for your salvation, O Lord. Thank you for snatching us out of the fire. We were perishing until your grace, until your mercy found us, O Lord. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for what you have done. It means a lot to us. Your birth means salvation to us. It means restoration to us. It means everlasting life. Your birth means a much more than we can just explain, oh, Father God, by words. We thank you for what you have done for us. We thank you in the name that is above every other name, the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you. I am Pastor Amos. Um, This is your platform, Apostle Amos Online Ministry. You can find it on YouTube, on Facebook, Spotify. It is everywhere. Just search for it and, and, and please partake and uh, uh, you know and please in just in case i don't have time or i did not come to wish you um a merry christmas um i wish you right now a merry christmas uh, you and your family and happy holidays may the lord um be be graceful may you be happy 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 you know um but I, I, I certainly know that after three months I will come to wish you a happy new year in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, bye bye for now. Till next time.